All right, Thursday, September 7th. If you're not Makbid on that thing that's on you, it's not Chaitis. That means if it's Bimiyot, right? If it's Rav, it's Chaitis Midarbanan. But if it's Miyot, not Chaitis. This is really the same din we just said before in Aleph. The Chavar's repeating it again. Because he's going to make a point. If it's something that some pe- this guy's Makbid, this guy's not Makbid, if the person... For the person who is Machbid, it's a Chatzitza. Let me show you, someone who's not normally Machbid, he doesn't care, ain't a Chatzitza. If one guy's a dyer, and his hands are dyed, even though he has dye in his hands, the, the dye is not chaitzitz. If he's not a dyer, if his hands are dyed, it is chaitzitz. Because um, dried dye is chaitzitz. If it's wet, it's chaitzitz. Also, women should darken because they dye their hands for beauty, like basically like a henna or something like that. Then that dye is not chaitzitz because they're not makbid, and more than that, they want it to be there. It's there on purpose. Um, fine. Then the uh, Ramas says, "Guilty If you have a scab on your hand, if you're not makbid, it's not chaitzitz. Let's see it all. Called davra If it's bemiut. Then, if you're not makbid, it's not chaitz. It's alpha gav did kvari zacher zam chaber sif sif kaid. And the chaber already said this. Kfali kani repeats it here. We shouldn't do chalas if zehu divrei rashi mamish. This this sif the base is a quote from the rashi. To move base yisif ratzal hati kabelashana, and that's where the rashi starts from. So the chaber starts in there as well, even though he just said it before in aleph. Yud base vayyad of tzivus. It's a leimar. Miktas imakmanatila. His hands are dyed, um, and his and the part that's dyed is part of the makamanatila. If it was most of the makamanatila. Even if it's not Makbid, it's Chaitzitz. Like we said before, Midra Banan Miyot, sorry, Rav Sheena Makbid is still Chaitzitz. Achin, Besefa, Le'inin Nashar's Darkum, Lispaya Dem Lenaib, for women who, in the end, we talk about women dye their hands for beauty, Shama Fil Koydem Tsuosnami, even if all their, their whole hand is dyed, it's still not a problem. Kivan Shemiskavna's last came right to that because they did it on purpose. And they want the hands to be dyed. Hari Kugufan Mamma, just like their body, Vilay Chaitzi, and it is not Chaitzitz. Okay, um, they bring here from the Shashuvas Arlitzion that women who have nail polish on is not a chatzitza for Antilas Um But he adds, though, that if some of the nail polish is peeling off, then it would be chatzitza because if it's a, basically if it's a situation where women are makbid to, to you know, fix it up, then that part would be chatzitza because um, they don't want it the way it is. And Mr. Karela says the same thing, and he also adds that if, if women have fake nails on, also not a chatzitza. Um, even though lechachila for tevila, you should take off nail polish. A lot of a lot of places will take off nail polish, take off fake nails, um, like the Ramah says in Yerdaya. But for until Stayim, not a problem. And Shalshus Arlitzian also says that um, he specifically he says that that henna for a woman's hands is not a chatzitza because for night. Okay, you give Also, let's say someone is a butcher and he has blood on his hands, literally. Ein chatzitz then. Um, it's he, it's not chatzitza. If he sells fat, he has fat in his hands. He doesn't either. Someone else who has these things on his hand, like you're just a regular guy and you got some blood in your hands, that is a chatzitza. This guy is a butcher and he sells fat. He has both blood and fat in his hands. Mangarim says also it's not chaitzitz, meaning you could think to say that since he has both things on his hands, it's a ganai for an atila, 
but right, meaning one thing in your hand, fine. But two things in your hand, that's a problem. But the Magnum Prophet says it's not a problem. Actually, the Shvos Yaakov argues with this and says if you have enough stuff on your hand, even though you're not Makbid and you're, you're that, um, that's what you do or whatever else, but it's a good eye to have all this stuff on your hands while you're watching it. So the Shvos Yaakov says the Magnum Prophet um, holds not that way. Um, if, let's say there's something that you're Makbid on sometimes. So it's a specific thing that sometimes you're Makbid. The Ravid says by Tevila, that's a Chatzitza. Um, and the Shulchan Aruch, um, he, he compares it to the Shulchan Aruch's case that we'll see in a second about a ring. Anderson Karel says, though, that in this kind of chatzitza of the Ravid, um, if uh, a person is, if one person is not Makbid about this thing at all, um, then even though, that, that, then basically that thing is not a chatzitza for him, even though some people are Makbid at some time, you can't say, but it's a ka'adam, because um, it's not something that people are Makbid all the time on. But either way, according to this Ravid, if you have something that um, you're makbid on for some times, then that's a tefillah. That's a, sorry, that's a chatzitza. Um, and let's say a similar thing: if someone's makbid on something uh, to not be on his hands, let's say only on Shabbos, doesn't want those things on his hands on Shabbos. Shabbos called Gadol says it's a chatzitza even on the weekday because that's considered to be sometimes of the rivet. Um, and therefore, you, then you have to really explain the case of the of the die of the shulchan aruch that it must be that these people don't care about their hands being clean on Shabbos either, because if so. Right then, even though they don't care during the week, if they care for their hands to be clean on Shabbos and it's during the week, you wouldn't be able to wash your hand to to um, to uh, wash your hands with a dye on it, because that's the case. Lepamim, some cipher brings a night of um for a similar idea. By let's say a woman has an IUD for a tevila, um, that basically you have to take that out sometimes. Then um, that would also be considered to be pa'amim, where where she's makbid and therefore she has to take it off to be tevila. That's what they say. The Shalshua Zichon Yehosef argues on this and says, um, he's talking about the IUD, and he says that the Riv and the Taz are only talking about where this happens in close amount of times. So let's say by, like the case we're going to bring the Machar about kneading, kneading dough. But if it's Man Meruba, you care about it only so down the road, sometime down the road, that isn't considered to be Pa'amim um, Shemak uh, Pedas. So I mean, even according to the Zichon Yehosef saying, even according to the Rived, um that Pa'amim is an issue. But not for this thing like the IUD, and, he says, and also that would um, that would also you, you would be able to understand the Shulchan Aruch's case easier about the die um, on sh- because even though he's makbed to take it off on Shabbos, it won't be chaytes during the weekday because um, it, it, because basically it's it's his mamaruba kind of situation. Rav Meisha uh, learns this whole thing a little differently, and he says that it's not really about zman muot or zman Maruba. He says it's about a specific time that you know about versus something that can happen at any time. So let's say Lisha needing dough could happen at any time. That's why that's why you have to worry about something like that, where we'll see in a second. But let's say the, the case of IUD or the case of Shabbos or whatever else, when there's a specific time that you know you have to take it out, that's not considered to be a pum shemak pedis of the rivet. So two different ways to to explain the rivet in a way that doesn't get you into other kinds of problems. Okay. Um, fine. Let's see here. Uh, by the dye, um, by the ink, sorry, where um, wet ink is not because it gets diluted in the water, and you're going to end up having the water come on your hand. Also for dye, they're like ink. But if there is nothing on it, right, there's no, there's no actual um, feeling. Just looks like there's, I mean, there's ink on him, but there's no actual 
um, I guess, residue of ink. In Shai Chatzitza, there's no Chatzitza. When we say Ein by Mamish, Mr. Karolitz explains that means that if you touch it, you don't feel anything there, right? You just you just see ink, but you don't actually feel any ink on you. Um, Mr. Karolitz also says that when you... Um, it's, it's basically something, let's say, like transparent glue where you don't see it, but you feel it. That's also a pro- that is a problem because, again, it's all about feeling it, not about seeing it. Um, if someone's hands have some kind of chemical on it or it's like iodine or something where it's, again, dyed, but, not, but you can't feel it, Vosner says that you should try to take it off anything you can feel, any residue you should try to take off. And what you, it's just left there after you wash with soap and water. And what Yasha says is not a chatzitza because that's just chazusa ba'ama. Um, okay, so like we say here, Ha'im b'mamish, rachazusa shal tava ba'ama, in shay chatzitza, bu ha'din shachuras, if you have a dark color, she'im b'mamish, that there's no actual substance on your hand, in a chatzitza, also not a chatzitza. We should kaisa tava, someone who writes all the time, I feel yesh b'mamash, shal diyayavish, even if he has dry ink, all it's spice on his fingers, in a chatzitza, ha'i ain't dark al-hak b'alzeh, because this person is not makbid on such a thing. Um, the ink nowadays that we have, the dark yeshuva says that, um, since it's so thin, and has no, it's, it really, there's no, residue there's no there's no uh, i guess um yeah like there's no thickness to the ink it's not a chatzitza and the shavram says the same thing if you have vaseline on your hands risk Karala says that is a chatzitza for tevila it's considered to be mamashas um a wine stain on your hand let's say from kiddush the chasen ish was nice to wash that off before he washed his hands um but that's, that's what he used to do i mean i don't know i guess according to these other sheets it sounds like again there's no re- there's no actual residue there's no actual mamashas on your hands and maybe wouldn't be an issue but ハノウリアです。モイスチャーイツミナマカウンシアビシャンスグッドベースリーアスカブ。ビエシムファーシンウシキンシャンスラプエツライクアボイルダヒールバアラアーママルビエシャンスグッドディアンエツハンサムカ
But since you, the die guy doesn't care about the die in his hands, who cares if it's, who cares if it's right? He'll never be Machmed. So there's no, there's no Gezerah to have. That's possibly the Chai Adam's reason. Ulai. Maybe since he always goes this way, it's like it's on his body already. This is a new idea. I didn't find this anywhere other than the Chayadim. Uh, so basically, um, he won't stop there, but he comes out that um, even the Chayadim says that, that a Rav in the case of Umnis would be not a Chatzitza. He's not sure where he got that from, and Rav would probably be a Chatzitza in the case of a um, someone who works with Dai. All right, Gimel. You have to take a ring off your finger during uh, during tilas time because of chatzitza. And the rabbi adds, a few rough, even if it's loose, a feeling of makpid alabishasantila, even if he's not makpid to have that it's there. Since you're makpid at some some points, let's say if you're kneading dough, you're makpid not to get it dirty. So then, therefore, you have to take it off for tilas time. It's said to be uh, it's said to be something you're makpid on, and it's chatzitza. But no go ktsasla hakol murafoy. So some are night to be makel if the ring is loose. I'll be yeshal hachmer, but the ramah says you should be makmer. Kiyanu nubikiyeh is a mikirafoy. We don't know exactly what we mean by loose. You gotta take it off because of chatzitza. Um, even though it's a shikol kasha, because Gemara in Sukkah Lamed Zion says that um, for talking about a natilas lulav, that if you um, if you put if you wrap it together with something that's not min halulav, it's not chatzitz because it's an eged ha'asul lenoi. And the Gemara says called davar shul in a chatzitz. Anything that's for noi is not a chatzitza. So if so, over here, if the ring is for noi for uh, for beautifying purposes, it should not be a chatzitza either. So a little bit kasher. Vazner explains, brings from the Sefer Pesach Abayis, that possibly um, the case of the lulav is where it's a noy for the chifetz itself, like it's basically a handle for the lulav. Um, but the ring here is uh, is a noy for the person, not for the hand, and the hand is what needs to be washed. That's what he says. Vazner says a truth and beer. It's a little unclear what the, how to really answer that question. Not really a great answer. But anyway, that, that question is out there. Even though, even though the water is coming into the finger, you still have to take off the ring. We don't know exactly what's considered to be loose enough. If you have a loose ring, then that's okay. As long as you pour a full revius on, because if not, then the water that's on the ring will come back onto your hand and be metame um, your hand. That the Achrenimar come out that this din that you have to take rings off for Natila is only for a woman, right? Who normally takes it off for kneading, but for a man, a man doesn't normally need. Then a man doesn't have to take off his ring um, during Natila, even if it's not loose. Um, so, again, you don't have to take your rings off, according to this Mechabrit, uh, according to this uh, Mishnah Baruch, rock, Amish by Evan Toiv, if it's a, sp- a precious stone, Shigam Ish, Darka, Lahakri, Lahasar, Bishas, and Tila, Shalai, Zlachli, Pamayim, that a man takes it off so he shouldn't, it shouldn't get dirty, then he would have to take it off also because of Chatzitza. They bring here from the Shasuvas Arlatzion, nowadays, um, if a woman is, does not usually take off her rings for kneading, then she can keep them on for an Antilles dime as well, even if it has a precious stone on it. But if she does take it off, and even if it's um, tight, but if a woman is mocked to take off her rings for kneading dough, then she should take it off for um, Antilles dime as well. And he says that if there's a woman who doesn't ever knead dough, this is not, she always buys cow, uh, then, frozen dwarfs. frozen dwarfs, exactly. So um, then she's considered to be someone who is 
not Machbin and does not take off her ring for washing. Um, and, but he says again that even uh, any time, even if you're not taking your ring off for whatever reason, if you fit into one of these categories, still make sure that you um, pull, pour a full revius on so you don't have the issue of water coming back on the ring and then coming back on your hand, which is a whole different problem. Um, the some cipher says in the tshuva that even men um, who take off their ring for when they put tefillin on or take lulav, since they don't take it off because they're being that they're mocked on the ring from getting dirty, they're just taking it off to clear a place for the tefillin. That's not considered to be a hakpada. It's not a chatzitza for an atila. But Rav Moshe asks on that that it's ain't move on him. That what he's saying because um, when you're taking off the ring for tefillin or lulav, you're, you're kind of uh, hiding the ball because you're not taking it off because you're. I'm just trying to clear a place for my tefillin. It's a chatzitza. You can't have it there because your tefillin can't be on top of it. So if so, it's literally a chatzitza. So it should be a chatzitza for an atila also. So he's, he doesn't know exactly how to answer up to some cipher. Um, if someone, a very interesting kafachaim, he says that if someone uh, has a ring, let's say uh, your wife has a ring, and she's afraid that she, let's say, I don't know, some kind of restaurant or whatever it is, she's afraid to take off her ring because she's going to get stolen or she's going to forget it, and she has to wash. So the kafachaim says that you should pour a full revius on your hand. While the water is still wet, move the ring around, then pour another full revius on, and that'll work without taking off the ring. That's a way to get around these problems. Okay. Let's see Dalit. Shir Natila Sidayim. Um, where are you supposed to wash until? Wash until the wrist. Some say only to where the fingers connect to the palm. So, right, a shorter, a less amount. And the Machaber says to be night like the first day that you should wash until the wrist. And really, these days are, are how to tight shop a Gemara in Hulin on Kovav. Alright, writes the lamrod, I'd say piece of to the end of the palm, shoe muck mukhibra yad kana the wrist, uh, the hand connects with the arm. Even though a minhadin, if you if you're making like the second day and you only wash until the end of your fingers, you should not protest against that person because again it's really a machlegas apaiskim. And it's a suffix, and suffix to time the cool, like we said. So really, you can wash until the end of your fingers. Everyone's knowing to wash um, until the wrist. So you should not be mako, <coughs> and you should wash until um, your wrist. The Shasus Laharis Nasan and also the Shaman Levi say that even someone who is sick, who's eating on Yom Kippur or Tishabav, um, and he's washing, he should wash his full hand until the wrist. I mean, it's not considered to be an Isser Rechitza in that situation. But basically, Kedasa Rishon, who mashed the Shasus Lachak, Shishalayim if you don't have a lot of water, Yuchalisma Chadasa Makilik, he's saying on the, on the, uh, for the second day, basically, that you can wash only to the end of your fingers. Kasuacharanim, then pieces Yadim Luchum Yizek, okay, I got him here, um, palm is dirty. Then you definitely should wash until um, the, that whole hand because you had to clean that off anyway um, before you eat. All right, we'll stop there.